Today is Wednesday, July 14, 2021. On this day in 1881, infamous outlaw Billy the Kid's crime spree ended when he was shot and killed. Welcome to Today in True Crime, a Spotify original from Parcast. Due to the graphic nature of these crimes, listener discretion is advised. We advise extreme caution for children under 13. I'm Vanessa Richardson, and today I'm joined by our guest host, Carter Roy, from the new special collection, Devious Dads. This 10-episode campaign revisits 10 of the worst dads in true crime history. Carter will discuss the aftermath of today's story while I'll cover the narrative. Thanks, Vanessa. I'm thrilled to dive into one of the Wild West's most legendary tales. Absolutely. Now let's go back to July 14, 1881 in Fort Sumner, New Mexico. Sheriff Garrett didn't think he'd really find Billy the Kid that night. Despite his young age, the kid had already killed at least nine men and slipped away every time law enforcement got close. Garrett knew the outlaw was dangerous. He'd spent months investigating before he found a solid lead. Rumor had it the kid was nearby, spending some time with a friend, Pete Maxwell. So Garrett grabbed a couple of deputies and set out to question Maxwell. They arrived on the property late at night. One of the deputies spotted a friend camping out near Maxwell's ranch. The trio hopped off their horses to ask some questions. They decided to approach the ranch house on foot, perhaps hoping to catch their man unaware. But they were the ones surprised as they walked through the orchard. When they got close to the residence, they overheard a voice talking in Spanish. Garrett grabbed the deputies and quickly hid. A man walked right by them. Garrett knew the kid spoke Spanish, but couldn't tell if the stranger was his target. Still, it was possible they'd gotten lucky. Their search for information may have led them to the outlaw himself. Sneaking into someone's house in the middle of the night certainly isn't what we think of now as police work. But in the Old West, there weren't many rules. Garrett and his deputies followed the stranger to the main house. Garrett left his men to keep watch on the porch as he slipped inside. On the lookout for the mysterious stranger, Garrett made his way into the main bedroom. Maxwell was sleeping. Garrett roused him and the startled Maxwell eagerly answered the sheriff's questions. Yes, Billy the Kid had been around, but Maxwell wasn't sure where he was at that moment. It was a half-truth. Maxwell knew his friend was still staying on his property somewhere. And sure enough, a figure suddenly appeared in the doorway. Garrett whirled around and saw a man holding a gun and a butcher's knife. He whispered to Maxwell to ask who the stranger was. Maxwell confirmed it was Billy the Kid. The outlaw came to the main house looking for a snack a mistake that would prove fatal. Billy the Kid was brash and ruthless, known to shoot first and ask questions later. But for the first time, he left an opening. He raised his gun and asked who was hiding in the room. Garrett didn't hesitate. The sheriff fired two shots at the outlaw, one of which hit him square in the chest. Within moments, the 21-year-old was dead. 
Upon examining the kid's gun, authorities determined that a bullet was loaded into the chamber. If Garrett hadn't seized on Billy's second of hesitation, he would have been the one killed. The killing was ruled a justifiable homicide, as the sheriff had acted in self-defense. Billy the Kid's six-year crime spree was over, but rumors swirled almost instantly after his death. Some believed the young man Garrett shot was actually an imposter. Coming up, the true story of Billy the Kid and the tall tales that surround him. Hi, it's Vanessa from ParCast, and I'm here to tell you about my new 10-episode limited series, Obituaries. They're some of the most iconic figures of all time, celebrated in death for their individual achievements and impact on society. But in life, the relationships they kept tell a different story, one of unexpected connections that yielded extraordinary change. Every Wednesday on Obituaries, join my co-host Carter and me as we explore the shared legacies of prolific pairs from the past. From the mutual traumas of entertainers Marilyn Monroe and Ella Fitzgerald, to the unlikely admiration between visionaries Mark Twain and Nikola Tesla, each episode of Obituaries digs deep into the lasting impressions made between two legendary figures and how their entanglements changed the course of history. These meaningful duos may have passed on, but the profound effect they had on each other and us will live on forever. Follow the Spotify original from ParCast, Obituaries. Listen free only on Spotify. Now back to the story. On July 14, 1881, a sheriff in New Mexico shot and killed Billy the Kid, ending his spree of thefts and murders. But the rumor mill wasn't done with the young outlaw. My guest host, Carter Roy, is going to talk about the life and legend of Billy the Kid. Thanks, Vanessa. Due to poor record keeping, we cannot be completely sure of the true identity of Billy the Kid. But let's start by talking about the most likely candidate. Born in late 1859 in New York City, Henry McCarthy's early life was highly unstable. His family moved first to Kansas, where his father died, then to Colorado, where his mother remarried. They finally settled in New Mexico in the early 1870s, when Henry was 10 or 11. The kid did well in New Mexico, learning Spanish and immersing himself in the culture. But when he was just 14, his mother died of tuberculosis. Henry's stepfather was not an active parent to his orphaned stepchildren, and Henry fell in with a bad crowd. He turned to theft to keep himself going. Because of pulpy Western movies, we often think of crime in this era as more exciting than it was, especially because he was so young. Henry didn't rob trains or race down stagecoaches. He mostly stole cattle and found himself in fights at saloons all over the West. His first run-in with the law took place just one year after his mother's death. Authorities found the haul from a laundry theft in the boarding house where he was staying. Though he would have only faced minor punishment, Henry still chose to flee. He escaped the jailhouse by climbing the chimney. He fled town and popped up in various crimes around the southwestern United States. He was a good shot, a useful tool in his crimes, and before long, he committed a murder. 
1877, he shot a man during a bar fight. Assuming Henry was indeed the legendary outlaw, it's at this point he took on the alias William H. Bonney. But everyone knew him as Billy the Kid. The Kid had a reputation for his willingness to work with a gang and his temper at the saloon. During his life of crime, he killed at least nine people and possibly as many as 21. His wit and fearlessness were well known. In one story that could be a myth, Billy found himself at a saloon with a messy drunk named Joe Grant. He approached Grant early in the night and asked to see his gun, marveling at the quality. It was all a ruse. With the weapon in his hand, Billy spun the cylinder so that Grant's next shot would fire off an empty chamber. It was a gambit that saved the kid's life that night and cost Grant his own when the pair got in a drunken fight. In late 1880, Sheriff Pat Garrett was hot on Billy the Kid's trail for the murder of Sheriff William Brady. He cornered and captured the young man at a cabin in Stinking Springs, New Mexico. It seemed that the kid would finally face trial and execution. But by April, Billy engineered another daring prison break. It was this escape that led Garrett to chase him down and shoot him on July 14, 1881. But the story isn't completely airtight. Not long after the kid's death, people started claiming that Garrett had shot the wrong man. There was never a piece of hard evidence that spawned the rumor directly. Tall tales were simply everywhere in the Wild West. Newspapers sold more stories by stretching the truth than by reporting the news. People loved to claim to be Billy the Kid. Sometimes it was a small-scale con, a way to get attention or scare people off during a night of drinking. A few of these stories had names attached. Some believe the kid gave up on crime and lived into old age as a reclusive horse trainer named John Miller. When Miller passed in 1937, his limited possessions were searched. Authorities found a pistol with 21 notches carved onto the grip, the theoretical number of Billy the Kid's murders. In the late 1940s, brushy Bill Roberts came forward claiming to be the outlaw. He even scored a meeting with the governor of New Mexico, where he tried to receive a pardon for the kid's crimes. The rumor died shortly after brushy Bill himself, when family records showed he was born in 1879, two years after the kid's first kill. The rumors that Billy the Kid survived after 1881 don't hold much water, especially because numerous people saw and identified his body before the burial. But that never stopped the stories. In the modern day, scholars considered exhuming his body to compare his DNA with that of his mother, but this wasn't possible. The grave markers at the spot where the kid was buried washed away in a flood in 1904. The kid's legend continues to outlive him. The story of a teenage criminal riding across the Old West was irresistible to writers and filmmakers. The outlaw has appeared in countless pulp novels and more than 50 films. Like most infamous figures from the Wild West, however, the legend doesn't always fit the facts.
I'm Vanessa Richardson. Thanks again, Carter, for joining me today. Thanks for having me. You can find the special collection Devious Dads on Spotify. And you can find more episodes of Today in True Crime and all other Spotify originals from Parcast for free on Spotify. We'll be back with a brand new episode tomorrow in True Crime. Today in True Crime is a Spotify original from Parcast. It is executive produced by Max Cutler, sound designed by Paul Liebeskin, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro, Trent Williamson, Carly Madden, and Bruce Kitovich. This episode of Today in True Crime was written by John McDonough, with writing assistance by Terrell Wells, and fact-checking by Cheyenne Lopez. Today in True Crime stars Carter Roy and Vanessa Richardson. Hi, it's Vanessa from Parcast. If you enjoy our in-depth profiles on historical figures and famous fates, you'll love my new limited series, Obituaries. Every Wednesday on Spotify, join me and my co-host Carter as we explore the unlikely bonds forged between two meaningful figures from the past and discover how those relationships impacted the future. Follow the Spotify original from Parcast, Obituaries. Listen weekly, free and only on Spotify.